0: Did you know that it was possible to be born with blue skin? Due to a rare genetic trait, a couple in Kentucky just a few hours away from where we are sitting today had seven children who all had blue skin. Join us today to learn about the Fugate family on a very informational edition of What's Your Theory? Is it fugate or fugate? I've heard it both ways, I think. <laughs> I uh I feel like blue fugates sounds familiar to me. Yeah. But I It's possible it's pronounced fugates. Uh, I was about to say I wouldn't know because I've never really heard about I, these people. I remember reading about this in particular I think in elementary school like there was like a section in either like our textbook or it was like it's very possible it was like a book fair or something maybe I could could see see it being like a prominent thing in elementary school around here yeah same thing with uh, did you ever read Daughter of the Legend Mm -mm. it was about Melungeon people and Mm. like uh, yeah I remember reading that was maybe in high school ninth or 10th grade or something but those Southwest Virginia educational systems are all about yeah learning about the Fugits and the melungeons and all sorts of stuff. They always told me my papa was part melungeon. I didn't even uh, honestly. I didn't even know what melungeon was until um, just now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, uh... I I used to think I had some of it in me because they say that they if you if you like. would you have Melungeon blood like a, I I feel like I'm saying a slur or something yeah (laughs) it doesn't feel good but I mean yeah like they they would say that you a prominent feature uh, is like a knot on the back of your head Mm. but see there's something there but I don't know if it's just like the base of my skull or if it's an actual knot (laughs) so I don't know but I always remember them I do telling me that maybe i'm thinking they used to tell me that papa had cherokee blood in his mm. family or something i don't know either way either one of those things sounds like something you would learn about in yeah elementary um, school around here you learn about anything to like diminish the possible wrongdoings of anything <laughs> of pretty any, much of any yeah uh any of the government around here it's like <laughs> you know we won't teach you this, but we will teach you this. Yeah, did you know that you could be blue? <laughs> dabba dee, dabba die. <laughs> blue, dabba dee, die. Yeah, I'm blue. I'm blue. If I was green, I'd I die. die. <laughs> <laughs> I used to thought those were the actual words for a long what time. is that? I've heard that somewhere. That's the um. On a video or something? It, it's a song. Uh, no, I, oh, I'm oh. blue, die by dee, die die. By die. die. But I, I've, I wouldn't have come up with if I was green, I would die had I not heard it somewhere. I feel like yeah. I've heard that somewhere. I think it... I think it's probably a... But it was it was a video of yeah. like... I used to think... Or like, you know, like, I thought yeah. it said this kind of kind of a thing. But I, I need to find out where I heard that from because that's gonna that's gonna bug me all even but i yeah i guess before we get into today's episode i want to thank everyone who came out wednesday yeah to the side hustle market on campus um do you want to explain a little bit about what that was that that was kind of a nest thing so um at the nest we um had an idea to kind of give students an opportunity to show off their, like, whatever side businesses they had. If it was, you know, if it was something that they had already fleshed out a little bit or um, something that they just, you know, maybe had an idea for but hadn't really put it into practice, but just a way for them to kind of get that idea out to the public, um, even if it was just um, to tell people about it or a lot of people, like, brought... A product and sold it um and that was great i think the the event went really well it went a lot better than i which i wasn't expecting it to be a bad event but with events like that especially if if you go to wise or if yeah. you've like gone to an event at wise you know that some of them can be duds but it's no one's fault except for you know yeah. sometimes it's just a dud yeah and especially like um after covid and everything yeah. it's been really tough everywhere even at etsu while i was an ra like we tried to like plan events and stuff Mm -hmm. never worked out i i don't know how it was before but like we would get maybe like two or three people from our our uh our residence hall yeah it was was tough that is tough i uh i really feel sorry for the students who have like who started their you know yeah. college journeys or even like high school or school journeys in general online yeah i i mean i the last was it the full year or just the, my last semester had it just been the last semester because we got back from spring break yeah. and then had the well no it was a year i guess was strictly online yeah and it it sucked but as a a senior in college, yeah. it didn't really suck because it's like, oh, yeah, you get like. I, I just have to wake up and walk over there to wherever I'm, you know, zooming in. Yeah, and I don't have to like fully get ready or like go anywhere. See, and that's kind of the thing. Like, um, it would have been great to have been a senior because it's like, oh yeah, like these my last few classes are gonna be like. You know, nobody's gonna know what's going on, and it's just gonna kind of work out, yeah. and then I get to graduate and whatever. But like, I was a freshman, and like, I was taking calculus that semester, and yeah. I was doing great. Like, um, I did, you know, I was studying regularly, and then after we went online, I just, I mean, it's, you know, I could changes, have done better myself, different. but, but um, I just didn't feel like it was. Definitely, like it wasn't the same. It was yeah. like a lot more difficult. Doing a a, a senior thesis <clears throat> for the English department, all from home. Mm-hmm. My last semester, we got to go on campus a few times. Or no, no, no. That was still the first semester. I, it, it, time melds together when I think yeah. about quarantine life. But I, I have a funny memory of. Messaging with my advisor, and he was like, "Listen, I really like the argument you're trying to go for in whatever section, blah blah blah. I have a book that you can use, and like, I think it would really help you." And I was like, "Okay, perfect." So like, and this is all through email. Yeah. So like, you know, normally between class, I would just go to his office and, "Hey, you care if I grab that book?" Yeah. So I'm like, "Well, how how do we need to to do this here?" What ended up happening was. What I can only describe as a scholastic drug deal, okay? Because we 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 were messaging, and I, I sent him the "on my way," you know. Yeah. And I, I get up to campus, and he's like, uh, "I'll I'll meet you out on you know by the fountain behind Zemer." I'm like, <laughs> okay, so I walk out there, and uh, you know we we and this is. Not at the beginning of quarantine, but like, you know, we're still, you know, you're, you're not really allowed to go out and do a whole lot, you know, at this point. So we, we see each other across the way and the fountain is like the middle point. Yeah. So like he walks and he sets the book on the fountain and then walks back to where he was standing. (laughs) And when he gets stood, I walk over to the book and grab it. And we are like 10, 15 feet away from each other, just having (laughs) a conversation. But it was like, he had the drop off and I went and picked it up and it was just like you know 17th century uh english uh you know it was some bull crap like that yeah but um but yeah yeah the little events like what we had Wednesday the the side hustle market is starting to put a little more spring into yeah. the steps of people it's getting getting things back getting hopefully um i, I don't know how you know like event attendance was before but i you know i feel like that was a good step in the right mm-hmm. direction a lot of people had <laughs> tables a lot of people stopped by mm-hmm. and you know to, to everyone who stopped by if you're listening we had a lot of great conversations like yeah for real some really good stuff um if you didn't stop by our table screw you yeah, no, i just kidding like uh why you missed out on a lot of fun uh we me and will had a table set up for lone mountain productions and we talked about what's your theory and some other stuff we got in the works and we allowed you know if you stopped by and you know gave us a little bit of attention and you know let us chat with you for a bit we gave you the chance to either talk about the Appalachian area as it stands good things about it bad things about it what we can do to change it and then for a little fun in there you know if anyone had any cool ghost stories or you know, Bigfoot sightings, alien abduction stories, anything Mm -hmm. that we could possibly use on the show, you got to share it with us. And we had a few people stop by and give us some ideas and and share some things. It was really fun. Yeah. And um, everybody, uh, you know, I just felt like everybody who'd stopped by was just genuinely, I mean, like, showed a genuine interest. uh... Yeah, I mean, part of the reason why we started all this in the first place is you wouldn't see a a little table set up or like a booth set up for something like this yeah. in this area. Yeah. Um and if you I mean you you might, but like it's it's nothing that happens often. Yeah. You know. So it was it was cool to have people seem genuinely interested and yeah, thank you so much if you stopped by and, and talked with us for a bit. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah and I would totally um probably when or a bit less busy but I would totally be open to doing something like that just where we just find somewhere on campus and just set up the tent or something and just yeah. be like hey tell your story kind of situation have to be worried don't aren't don't those two guys have that one podcast I think it's just called podcast but outside or something like that maybe they I think they set up in just random spots and they have like it's it's just the two hosts and then I don't think they. I don't. I've not watched a full episode of one of their shows, but I always see them on TikTok. I think they just kind of like if they have an open chair, and if someone like wants to stop by, they're like, "Oh yeah, grab a seat." Yeah. But Um, I, I, it would be cool to, because they do like uh, there's a ghost tour on mm -hmm. campus. It would be cool to get involved with that somehow. Try to get people's ghost stories from campus now. You know, you know the ones from back in the day, but wonder what's going on right now yeah that's a good idea we should sit on that absolutely it'd be cool coming soon yeah haunted campus haunted campus is there a ghost that haunts the theater yeah we could start traveling to campuses and be like oh yeah that'd be cool tell us tell us your stories and take us to these places and let's see if we can capture these entities capture the ghosts the specters that's a that's the best word for specter yeah honestly that's just one of the coolest words yeah uh the James Bond movie Spectre didn't see it but I bet it's a good one just because of the name Spectre spelled cool too yeah you got the R and the E kind of switching places at the end you're like oh so fancy so so British (laughs) so European speaking of uh, very British things um if you're listening to this and you're near uh, UVA Wise, and it's before April the 27th, um, go go to UVA Wise. See see Sweeney Todd. Running from April 27th, that's a Wednesday to April 30th. That's a Friday or not a Friday? That's a Saturday. Saturday. And, and yet, why why do we want people to see Sweeney Todd? A because Sweeney Todd is amazing, and if you don't, if if you like musicals at all, you've probably already know about Mm -hmm. it this is your this is a chance to go and see like a production of it in-person i think some up-and-coming playwright sondheim or something wrote it rest in peace rest in peace but um also your boys in it i am playing pirelli uh we had a dress rehearsal last yeah last night full makeup and everything looks real great by the way i showed jordan she agreed I think it, the the makeup looks good, and the whole ensemble just pulls it all together. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, you, you didn't see the shoes. I, I don't think the shoes. I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see any cool. shoes, but whew, what, what kind of shoes? I got, some, I got like the blue leather, but they're like square tipped, and they come like <laughs> really, really skinny at the at the nice, end. It's nice, nice. Cool. But um, I'm excited. But yeah, come out. Uh, I think you can buy tickets online. That they got that fixed. Oh, so. perfect. I think it's etix, etix.com or if you go to the UVA Wise Theatre Facebook page there's a link there as well perfect $10 a ticket and can you buy them at the door? yes Yes. I think they're starting um, at least 30 minutes before the show opens at the 27th it opens at 7 and then the following dates uh, we start at 8 so Eight. so yeah that's a little plug there yeah. well, please come see come it. check it out I know I'll be there and I'm pretty sure I'd convince my mom and my brother to come too because the 28th is my dad's birthday and he's going to be out of town Mm -hmm. but my mom has to pick him up from Enterprise up here by like 11 on the 27th I think Mm -hmm. I think I don't know she was confusing me today but yeah I think she's going to come her and my brother catch the show and then pick my dad up take him home it's going to be a fun time it will be I look forward to it I may or may not have been a stand-in, shavy. Yeah. Got my spot in the limelight for a second or two. Yeah, he. he you, you see the you see the um, Pirelli at his at his finest. Wait until you see him at a, at his worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very very excited. Come check it out. Yeah. If you stop by the uh, the booth, definitely come check it out. Yeah. Maybe you can say hi to one of us yeah and another good reason to come by i get shoved in a box so fair i get okay i'm six foot four this box is like two foot by two foot yeah like two feet by four feet and it's like four feet deep so like it's a it's beautiful that alone watching that take place will be worth the price of admission yes it'll be a a fun time but yeah thanks 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 UVA Wise, yeah, for doing cool stuff, for doing cool things, and having cool students that have cool stories. Indeed. Okay. Speaking well. of cool stories, the Fugits. The Fugits. I'll admit, I, uh, I hadn't. I don't think I'd heard about this family. I mm-hmm. uh, didn't know it was a family before today. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and give a shout out to. My boy Ben Dotson stopped by the table. Uh He's a good old boy from Kentucky, you know. Yeah. He's lived in those those hills, those hills, them hollers. He, he he was you know telling a, a few stories here and there, and then he just drops the, or you know you could always talk about the blue fugus. It's pretty famous. Yeah. You know, Will seemed like he knew. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh yeah, 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 and I was like, what the hell is a blue fugit like is this a new creature like it well how have i not heard of this uh and i i I like talking about things that i've not heard of on the show for the first time because i it's it's fun to learn about yeah on air on air but i I will say that it it is not what i thought it was at all (laughs) in fact i um as soon as he said it like it it triggered a memory but i was like wait what are you talking about and i had to like search for i was like is that a cryptid I'm yeah like, that this yeah that's in the intro you mentioned it would it would be an informative episode yeah and uh, yeah i i too thought it was going to be some sort of like creature or some sort of folktale kind of yeah. thing but no this is this is like there might not be a what's your theory yeah, question here this is this is just factual, factual weird occurrence from Kentucky mountains you know what I mean yeah still cool to talk about though because I had a I had a I had a thought earlier that I'm like dang that's that's gonna lead to a good conversation I will remember it I'm sure here in a few minutes but when I do I'll bring it up because I think it ties in with a previous episode okay so um so who are the 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 blue food fugates i can't say the (laughs) fugatis. they're italian sorry the pirelli's coming through um okay so basically um let's talk about the 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 blue skin yeah that uh i didn't know that was a thing that's that's kind of odd yeah, so it's caused by um, and dear God help me, um, I gotta find the word. I want to try it too. Methemoglobinemia. Methemoglobinemia, yeah, something like that. Some big word. Yeah. Why don't you just say blue skin? Blue skin. Blue blue skin disease. Avatar syndrome. Hippopotomonstrosesquippedaliophobia. Just the fear of big words. Absolutely. Can't even say it, Ariel crap yourself yeah but um it's a methem methemoglobinemia yep. is yeah. um a, a r- extremely rare genetic trait that caused uh blue, blue color in the skin um i, think, I don't think it's like a yeah. life-threatening it's just one of those things right where it's like uh yeah not you but like uh you know i was born with Blue skin, I guess. So, so apparently, if your meth—oh my god! If your methemoglobin levels are above ten th- percent, um, this is what that is basically. And ten percent, really? Yeah, you can experience uh, shortness of breath, headache, fatigue, dizziness, loss of consciousness, um, and cyanosis, which is the blue skin. Um. So basically, kind of what happened is this is a a recessive trait and these two um, people in what is it? It's Troublesome Creek? Troublesome Creek. Um, Martin Fugate, a French orphan and Elizabeth, uh, I think Smith. Let me see. Yeah. Mm. I had the name here. I, I doesn't have the last, just Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth around or they married each other they both had the recessive trait so which is absolutely insane to me yeah because this man was an orphan from another country yeah <laughs> moves to a random bungalow in the Kentucky mountains right yeah and just so happens to marry and have kids with the other the one other person in Kentucky that well we might we'll find out later it's definitely not the only other person but yeah it, uh, that's just so yeah so coincidental it is weird cause it's weird because like it's just interesting how i mean at the time there probably weren't many people at least in yeah that like the entire the, united states that, <laughs> what are the odds yeah and um, but they they married they had i think i spoke right yes yeah, seven children mm-hmm. four of whom had blue skin so Every, two blue daughters and two blue sons. That's also interesting how yeah. it out like that. But um th- how weird is it though, too, that like it was you know, it was just a recessive trait in them, so they didn't like Yeah, like they were just normal. <laughs> the the odds are instantly go lower to me. Yeah if both yeah, that's just insane. So they were both just like yeah, So Martin has Martin was blue his entire life? I or all this no. says that family stories say that Martin himself was blue. <laughs> I don't know if that they were just like yeah he was he was kind of sad. <laughs> he's kind of kind of sad his whole life you don't uh... because it it the odds were very much against it but mm-hmm. Martin managed to find and marry a woman who carried the same recessive gene I thought that was gonna say the odds were against him but he finally found a woman willing to marry a blue skinned man a smurf uh, I don't I didn't think that Martin I thought that they both I thought they both had normal like you know their skin was the family stories say that Martin was blue oh oh But again, that's hearsay. Yeah, hearsay. Oh God, (laughs) don't even give me. If you're all keeping up, I I I I don't want to talk about it because I feel I don't know if it's as a divisive topic as I think it is. But like, if you're following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, boy oh boy, that's all I got to say. (laughs) Yeah, boy oh boy is right. Family stories say that Martin was blue. His wife Elizabeth carried one copy of the recessive trait, but her skin was white as snow. According to this, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah, everything I've seen seems says that like the family says he was blue, but, but nothing. I mean, it doesn't make. I I don't think that he would. I really don't think anyone would listen, Harry. All I'm saying is. It's the eighteen hundreds. It's eighteen twenty. Um, in the South, mm-hmm. I I I don't I don't find a white person in the South in the eighteen hundreds falling in love with a blue man. It, yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. But okay, for the sake of. Uh... We'll just say that he was blue. If they, if they, I'll, I'll blue. Perfect. If, if 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 they say he was blue, he's blue. Um. So, you know, and that that's the thing. They they were just blue. They had like, um, you know, they experienced probably those like minor symptoms, but like I was about to say, I crazy. some of those symptoms you named, I experience every day. Yeah. So I hope I don't turn blue one of these days. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty short of breath a <laughs> lot. <laughs> just existing is uh, is pain pretty much but this the, the story of the few gets gets a little yeah a little bit more kentucky yeah a little bit more kentucky so <laughs> no hate to kentucky like i said ben my our buddy that that gave us this topic he's from kentucky he's a good guy i know i know get people from kentucky yeah so um the fugues began intermarrying which is uh, yeah unfortunate after after Martin and Elizabeth had their seven kids right yeah um they had a son named Zach who was blue and uh he marries a girl named Rachel oh very nice other than the fact that Rachel is his aunt oh how nice. Rachel was his mom, Elizabeth's sister. And by this, the, by this, they end up having three children, all of them non-blue. I will say, what I'm reading from may or may not be factual, because I just noticed at the very bottom it says, Your Turn, on the back flap of this paper, create a pedigree for the blue fugates. This is a science assignment. This is science. <laughs> That's hilarious. So maybe this isn't. Maybe I need a new, <laughs> a new article. No, I've got. Um, Does that seem factual to yeah, you? Yeah, that seems factual. Let me pull that back up, then. I wondered. I was like, this is worded so weird because it's like. <sighs> Zach was one of their favorite sons, and he was blue. And he was blue. So yeah, so there you you get your you know stereotypical negative connotation of the you know inbreeding in the South. And I mean, it does it does play a pretty major role in this story, as you know, as far as this story goes, because the whole shtick of the Fugate family was. We're blue, yeah, the blue people of Kentucky, yeah, and it's a lot easier to have. I hate to say it that way, but it's a lot easier to have a lot of blue people when you know for a fact that everyone who is breeding has that, yeah, blue. yeah, has that gene, yeah. But it gets a little bit crazier, in my opinion uh not not so far as like who marries who that that kind of stays the same but Mm -hmm. it's uh the cool well gets a a little less coincidental as the generations go on but it's uh still a little bit coincidental yeah um got a few other people who are also blue also in kentucky (laughs) which is very strange must be some in the water there's a lot of stuff in the water in the United States. The Kentucky Wildcats. What are their colors? Blue and white. We've just figured it out, ladies and gentlemen. It's the lizard people from. Um, uh, why? Why did? Why don't? Why aren't they the UK fugits? I don't know. Lizard people, man. I, f- I mean, I and I say this I'll, I'll, real quick. You, you see all these sports teams with all these, you know, funky names, and all these names are getting changed and everything, which, by the way, a lot of people were, like, shitting on the Washington Commanders as a name. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I, 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 I don't mind. it. I just hate the people who own the... Fair. Yeah, Dan Fair. Snyder can go eat a bag of dicks. That's, <laughs> that's about it. Uh, yeah, I remember, I was like, why is everyone giving a tizzy over commanders that's that's kind of cool my favorite part of the name is that the people who get upset about them changing the name to commanders are also the same kind of people who will get very upset if you start calling them the washington commies oh yeah which <laughs> I love will, will i will i do ironically sometimes yeah probably but i mean that's a cool name too kind of yeah. any anything anything is better than what they had. So, I mean, I don't think you could have got worse. Even the football team was better. Yeah, for real. that's saying well, RG something. Football team. RG3 is going to come back. Feel like, y'all change the name. I'll play good now. I'll <laughs> I'll fix, this. fix both my knees for you. Yeah, really. He's like, it's all I, all I needed was a name change. But yeah, the point of that little rant was the University of Kentucky Wildcats should formally changed their name to the University of Kentucky Fugits what's your favorite but, um, I think it can be school or like just sports team like color combination ooh I really like the green and yellow of Oregon okay I like their uniforms The when they they were like one of the first schools that brought out the gloves yeah That when you put them together like had the o and everything yeah. i remember those picks dropping and be like damn that's kind of cool i my dad's a big fan of uh the miami hurricanes so i do like okay. the orange and green there sometimes orange green and white i don't watch a lot of college ball yeah me either and i mean most of like think of orange okay how many freaking schools have orange, you know, in their color scheme already? Yeah. But I, I don't know. I've never really thought about it. I really like red and black. So I think like I think Texas Tech has like I was that's, one of the Texas teams, not UT, but yeah, Texas Tech, Texas A and M, maybe. They're red and are they red and white? Yeah, they're red and white. But I really like red and black. I don't, I don't think there's a. Well, no, no, are there any teams that like even like variation jerseys or whatever they call them? I don't think, I don't think so. I mean, the Texans kind of, in the NFL, like they kind of eh, teeter that's the line. That's more a like bit. that's more blue and red. Yeah, I think they have some black like, black elements in their uniform though. Um, that and then I also I really like black and gold. I mean, I know I'm Fair. a Steelers fan, but like I really just like the color screen. I think it's I think it's sleek. You know what it is? Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Oh, I, I saw a TikTok the other day of like a rabbit hole of all these old school hockey jerseys too. And I think that's where the real fire is, man. Some of those were nice. Yeah. Old hockey jerseys and old like basketball jerseys. The Toronto Raptors jersey with the dinosaur, like the purple yeah. and gosh those are so great don't you love um going to like high school football games and seeing like how each like high school will like rip off like an nfl oh level? yeah i think Absolutely. it's hilarious I, Absolutely. I love it. union yeah it's, it's just the u yeah. from my or yeah my yeah Orange and it's the Miami U with Chicago Bears colors. Yeah. Cause it's all Union High is and then my favorite is toddler the, Chicago. <laughs> I wonder how many different high schools have just the like a different colored color scheme Patriots logo. Absolutely. Well, when my elementary school, this is what I was gonna say earlier, no joke, the St. Charles Elementary mascot was the midget Mm -hmm. for years we were the saint charles midgets what the heck how did no one see anything wrong with that they then changed to the saint charles titans guess what the logo is the tennessee titans logo like no variations no little tweaks here and there it's just straight up the tennessee titans logo yeah i don't know that crap's insane what gets me about um the midgets is like why just why like why would you and like there was a graphic like there was a logo and it was just a it was just a person yeah (laughs) just wearing like normal clothes and they just painted stc for saint charles on the shirt there was no like i don't know but yeah for a long time they they only switched to titans like yeah like like recently yeah now i'm trying to like wouldn't it it would just be terrible if like all the other elementary schools were like the hornets yeah and what was Uh, Ooh, eagles yeah Um. eagles hornets and the midgets (laughs) come on so freaking stupid those were different times, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Looking back it just it, it makes me like secondhand embarrassment all over the place. It's fitting for St. Charles, though, honestly. Mm-hmm. Remind me to show you a TikTok later. I showed it to Jordan last night. Random TikTok that came across my for you page, like over 30,000 likes, mm. and it's something that hits real close to home. I'll have to I'll, just, I'll just show it to you. But the the fugits sorry for going off on rants here during this episode but like i said it's it's an informative episode there's yeah. no real theory to talk about here it's just some one of those odd uncanny occurrences yeah, throughout I the area this is just one of those things where we talk about it and we just you know let the conversation yeah yeah which i like episodes like this anyway yeah. so i hope i hope people do too Anytime I listen to a podcast, I if it's like super conversational and fi- and I feel like there's no like rhyme or reason to the structure of it at all, I find myself really enjoying it more. Yeah, most of the podcasts I listen to listen to are that way. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Podcasting is a weird medium of yeah entertainment. I like it though. It do be fun. So after. After Martin and Elizabeth's son marries his aunt, uh, they they had the 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 three non-blue children, mm-hmm. and out of those non-blue children uh, was Levi, and Levi married a girl named Sarah. Okay, and they they buy a farm, and uh, you know they they live on the farm and they're they're working it together. Blah blah blah. Things are going good. And they also go on to have three kids and my iPad just died. But the funny thing about them having three more kids, I think a couple of them came out blue, I think. And the reason that they, they found that out and were like, wait a minute, we both have white skin. Why are, why is one or a couple of our children blue? Well, it turns out that old Sarah had some of that fugit blood in her from the get go. Wow. Her great-grandfather ends up being Martin, Levi's dad's, Levi's granddad, Levi's granddad uncle? Mm. Well, either way, Martin, the guy who started it all, his grandfather is Sarah's great-great-grandfather. Okay. And Sarah just now married Martin's son's son. So it would be Martin's grandson-nephew grandson, kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah, the... Yeah. Because Levi's dad is Martin's son as well as brother-in-law because he married his own aunt holy crap the, i'm gonna confuse myself the fugit family tree is more of a bush that's it's a whomping willow yeah, that's, that's all we're, we're learning here um but yeah that's and that that is what i was wanting to touch on like we talked about like what are the odds that this random French orphan moves to a random place in Kentucky and marries the random person that also has that recessive gene Mm -hmm. well what are the odds that you know this family continues to unknowingly marry into the family yeah I'm sure the odds go drastically lower because I mean yeah it's like I mentioned earlier it's a big stereotypical like negative connotation to make fun of Kentucky for inbreeding but inbreeding has happened everywhere All over the world, all throughout, you know, time, especially like back then, maybe not so much in the 1800s, but, you know, not too long before that, that's how you were royalty. You know what I mean? Like most royal families done inbreeding to keep the blood pure, whatever the fuck that means. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, so I I would say the, it, the odds kind of go down a little bit because I'm sure it in as poor of an area of, in Kentucky in the yeah. 1800s I mean I'm sure it's it happened for a while yeah. so the odds go down but still it's like but I mean, still what are the chances know, yeah, like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy yeah like how did Martin not automatically know that this girl was like his in his family already at least I don't yeah. know which I mean it you you can still see things like that today not so drastic, but yeah. I've definitely known, I've had friends that I've known for years yeah. and like five years after knowing them, find out that they're distantly related. You know what I mean? And it always happens like I'll bring up a random person that I know yeah. in my family and they will be like, wait, are they, do they have like a, a kid or like, are they married to someone named blah, blah, blah? Yeah. That's my aunt. Or like that's my like second cousin. I'm like, but that's my uncle. Like <laughs> weird cousins. You run into that a lot in this area. Yeah, and then like, I I, I would hate to be like one of those people because I know it's happened. Where it's like <laughs> you start dating someone and then like a year later you're like, oh, oh. I oops. I remember, and I'm not I'm. I definitely won't bring up any names, but I mean, I was young. So like, ha ha, whatever. But I had such a crush on this girl, bro. <laughs> I was head over heels and I'm going to meet them at McDonald's. And it's, it's not even like a, a date or anything. Like I, my, 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 parents weren't like super, super strict. I just saw a shadow walk past the window hear. hearing the voices, but like, my parents were strict enough to where they just didn't want me out doing dumb stuff. You know what I mean? I don't, I, not that I would have, but like, they just wanted to make sure I wasn't getting in any trouble or anything. So, like, yeah, we'll drive you to McDonald's and her family can drive her to McDonald's and we'll all have a meal. So it wasn't like a date, but I remember being like, heck yes, this is a date. Yeah. And I get there and it wasn't her parents that brought her, it was her. Aunt and uncle, yeah. And her aunt and uncle live like her aunt and uncle's mom, her aunt's mom lives lives right beside me. It was my cousin Keith's mom. Oh, and they were like that little date turned out to be me and this girl discovering that we were distantly related. Yeah. So that that was kind of funny. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to – because, like, she, she ended up being a, a very good friend and a very, like – after I discovered she was, like, distantly related – I think it was by marriage either way, but, like, she was part of the family, so, like, it, it became, like, a cool yeah. – we we stayed really good friends. I haven't spoken to her in a long time, but, like, I'd really like to yeah. reach out and be like, hey, do you remember that time uh, we found out we were cousins and we, like, had a little little kid crush on each other. Yeah. But, like I said, having not spoken to her in years – feel like that would not be the best route to try to catch up on but yeah that's a little firsthand story about how that crap happens all the time in this Absolutely. area just i mean just be lucky that you caught it when you did i keep hitting this with my foot i'm so sorry for the listeners but yeah keep on the be safe out there yeah whatever you. and then you hear people be like well it doesn't count if it's past the second cousin it's like That's what got us this reputation. (laughs) What? No, 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 no. The third cousin's still kind of close, so yeah. Like, how about we date people that aren't in our family? That seems to be going well for people. But did you did you have the next set of lineage below Levi? Um, I did not. I just had that there were. Let me find it here. A few other people. Uh, a man named Kerry Green yeah I saw some some of these people have been like recent and on like ta- maybe not in the next or yeah. the past couple of years but definitely in the past 10 maybe I keep seeing this guy referred to as Papa Smurf that's I don't know okay here we go so yeah uh, Levi married Sarah. They had three children. One of them was blue. Her name was Luna. And w- Sarah ended up having fugit blood in her family from four generations back. Yeah. So like, oh, does it count past your second cousin? This is four generations back, and they still had blue kids because they had the recessive genes. So don't freaking talk to me about that crap. Uh, her grand, oh, her great grandfather's brother was Martin's grandfather. Mm. So yeah, still kind of distant but still in the family. Yeah. And so a guy by the name of John falls in love with Luna at church. And he decided to court her and they got married. <laughs> the next Luna was healthy like most blue people. Like most blue people, you know. So, yeah, like, like I said, nothing really serious wrong with either of these people. You know, they, they have the skin pigmentation and, like you said, shortness of breath and stuff like that. But nothing yeah. like too serious wrong with them. So she was healthy and they end up having three children. None of them were blue. Out of her three children, one of her sons, Steve's, uh, marries a local girl named Susie and they also had three non-blue children including alva uh and uh, it says as as coal mining um and like railroads changed kentucky's landscape and everything the blue the blue people started moving around and marrying into other families uh the strain of inherited blue began to disappear as the recessive allele spread to families where it was unlikely to be paired with another copy of the same allele. Alva ends up finding a bride named Hilda, and the two had a son named Benji. You can only imagine how shocked they were when their only little boy, Benji, popped out blue. Oh my. As it turns out, Hilda had fugate blood in her from generations back as well. So they really kind of get the picture and they start leaving the holler and marrying other people. But yeah. somehow. Yeah, somehow, someway, this Steven guy marries Hilda. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go back home. <laughs> I remember seeing a real pretty girl back home. Oh, wow. It's odd. It's An wild. odd occurrence. I would suggest... Um, if you've never heard of this, like I did, just, I, I wish we could have done this whole episode without mentioning that they were actually blue, because when I, you know, searched up the blue fugates, I was not expecting to see, like, seven pictures in front of me of, like, just actual blue people. Yeah. So it's really crazy to see for the first time. It is. It's, uh like, let me just get a picture here so I can... And it's not like a, it's not like a super light blue. I'm trying to, it's not like the sky blue. It's oh, yeah. more of like a, like a darker kind of blue. Yeah. It, it's almost like a Navy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, but a little bit lighter than a Navy. I don't know what that is. It's like if skin were blue, that's the only way I can describe it. Like not, it can't be super dark, but it's like light enough. It's blue. Yeah. It's blue. It's just bit blue skin so odd yeah but uh again maybe because i i mean i grew up close to kentucky i mean we're close to harlan down in pennington and stuff like that middlesboro maybe but never heard of the blue fugates um and that's just another little notch for the show about learning things close by that we'd never heard about. Well, yeah. you, you said you'd maybe vaguely heard about them, but... Yeah, I think it was in whatever grade that you, like, start going over um, genetics, like... Ah, uh, yeah, no I, see, that, I that's, that's whatever grade it was, cause I'm fairly certain it's in a textbook. Maybe, maybe I just don't remember. I don't know. I don't think that it was, like, a... I think it was just in the textbook, and it was, like, mm. one of those days one where it like, was, so, like... Yeah. like well, if you get done with your work, read uh, this page. Read chapter two. Yeah. Falls asleep six, at dusk. Probably seventh grade, Miss Peterson. No, that's well, it's biology, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it have to be Miss Peterson. I don't know. What a woman. Love her to death. But, yeah, that's... great. grade, sorry. not 7th grade. That's the first the first case of vampirism, when we talked about Rupp, happened... Yeah right down the road in Big Stone yeah we still need to go and visit uh, his home yeah I still need to get my buddy Nick to take us to the I, there's a guy I work with who says that he can take us to the foundation of Rupp's cabin that they burned down I won't say much more if, you, if you've not checked out our Rupp episode go listen to it it's it's pretty good yeah and maybe one day we'll, we'll go see what we can find up there but yeah possibly the first one of the first vampires you know vampires in the nation happened not 20 miles down the road and uh generations of blue people live maybe 20 miles that way in kentucky didn't know about either one of them until we started this show I, i do think it's funny how they literally just became and because they even like i mean they or inbreeding like they became literally the perfect example for like (laughs) these children about genes yeah it's it's you always see those pictures of like someone checking out at walmart with like three buggies full of bananas and it's like this the this the guy they you know you read about in your math problems like johnny buys 18 watermelons it's like who needs 18 watermelons well kids will like learning about blue people yeah they'll flip their lid when they find out it's real yeah <laughs> this is the blue guy from my textbook golly the blue fugits. blue fugits. scared the living piss out of me <laughs> sounded like a screech of a creature or something it's the I don't know I don't know what that could be stop doing it. I uh I already looked up to see if there were any like fugit movies. Didn't see any other than I saw the t- the title of an article that said something along the lines of like a uh, good good-hearted Appalachian set comedy, and it's called Blue. Mm-hmm. It, it looks maybe like a I saw just one little thumbnail, maybe like a romantic comedy kind of thing of like a guy in the South who has blue skin trying to like live his life that way. I wonder if they'd done any of their research because like, well, no, that's not, this guy could just have the, the, the gene or whatever he, he doesn't, he doesn't have to have fugit blood in him. Yeah. But I mean, if it's set in Appalachia, more than likely, he's probably like a 15th generation fugit. Have you ever um, seen on TikTok, it's like the, (laughs) the crazy Christian movie reviews? crazy Christian movie reviews. That sounds hilarious. I need to find this. Yes. Yeah, so, there's like I mean, obviously, there are like good Christian movies, don't get me wrong, but there are, there are a lot of them that are like funnily bad. We we have to be careful when we do it, but we should do an episode of Post-Credits Pursuit about contemporary religious movies. Yes because there there are some good ones but there's a lot of bad ones and i think i know why they're bad but most christians would not like my answer yeah i i, I um, <laughs> um and it's not like a it's not an answer like yeah it's not a whatever you might be thinking that christians wouldn't like me saying like it's not like something sacrilegious or anything but like those movies are just too preachy yeah you can you can preach the word and not be preachy. Jesus did it. But I don't want to I want to get into that. And Jesus also, you know, broke some tables and threw some people out of churches. We don't talk about that too often. Cursing the fig tree. Yeah. Cuz it didn't provide him for, with figs yeah. but um there was a, there's this movie I can't, I can't remember what it's called now but like the entire premise is like this girl will not like kiss anyone until they're married oh, God. and she like bounces around between like... <laughs> it's so strange and you know for a fact that those movies are only made so that youth groups can go on like little trips to see these movies together yeah that's how I saw God's Not Dead yeah that's I a... went with a church group to see that that's a pretty movie I, if we if we do do an episode about that I'm gonna have to like cause I'm gonna have to rewatch a bunch of these movies and watch a bunch of them for the first time I feel like I'm gonna melt my brain see like um like, like you said you can do it without being preachy like that um so jared and i bought a little film course um and it's like a, it's like a christian film based like based yeah f- film study kind of thing and it's not not exactly because it's a lot more like techniques but like there's a lot of like writing and there's like a specific section like dedicated to that kind of stuff and like, even, like, the creator of that was like, yeah, God's Not Dead is, like, a <laughs> terrible Christian movie. <laughs> not, he didn't say terrible, but he was, like... Not the best. He was, like, it's not, not... of... Not good. Yeah. And, and I loved one of his answers, like, because the, the dude actually, like, in the end was like, oh, yeah, I, I believe right before he died. It's like, he's not going to do that. He would have just died and it would have and, been fun. <laughs> it, it doesn't really work that way, right, as far as I you can't like be on your deathbed and then uh, ask for forgiveness, can you? You can. can you? I think you can, but I you know, I'm not I'm not the I'm not God. Oh man. I couldn't I couldn't take a theology course. Mm. I'd love to. Just I I just find it so interesting. But I don't know. As you get older, and you can start thinking for yourself I guess yeah I don't know I have faith but it's a different kind of faith than yeah. I used to have same so that's all I'll say man we got the fugits really brought out the yeah the deep theology well as soon as we start, what's your theory as soon as we start talking about uh, the south it's like yeah I know all the, all the problems start bubbling up to the surface too many to to tackle yeah what well, if you didn't know about the blue fugates before hopefully you have a cool little some maybe next time you're at a party yeah you'll be like "You guys heard about the fugates and yeah. you can blow some drunk people's minds at a party or something with the blue Sorry. people i uh i enjoyed learning about this it's always cool to learn learn new stuff yeah learn interesting stuff that's like nearby exactly that's and that's I, I brought that up earlier and I hope that's what people kind of feel like when they listen to this show yeah uh, especially the stuff that like I said might not be you know super general knowledge yeah it's it's always fun to learn about this stuff and uh, I didn't bring my notebook with me I'm very sorry I'm such a jerk because I was gonna I was gonna shout her out but there was a, a young lady that stopped by the table lives in Big Stone and uh she told us a pretty cool, yeah story about her house being haunted. Yeah. I won't tell the story yet until I get her name, but I'll bring my notebook next time we record, and i'll I'll formally shout out everyone that stopped by yeah, I only knew I only know Ben's name because uh, he he was a friend before, yeah, but uh a lot of people that gave us ghost stories or well, Ben obviously from Kentucky, but a lot of people talked about big Stone, yeah, big Stone cursed land maybe it maybe rock stone it. maybe 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 well y'all we we got quite a few uh new downloads after the um side hustle market on wednesday yeah we're are we past 500 no. Just about there. I Just anticipate about there. whenever this episode drops because we normally get, you know, a wave of downloads. Yeah. which I, we appreciate a Absolutely. ton. And pretty much every time we release an episode we get a, a nice little burst of downloads. So Which is Thank, good. You, thank you all so for, for yeah, sticking around and listening in. Um can't wait to start seeing those numbers rise again. It's yeah. already pretty humbling to know that you know 500 downloads is yeah it's pretty good you Mm -hmm. know from you know kind of just starting out not really on a whim but kind of on a whim yeah you know what I mean you just got to get out there and do it yeah but yeah we appreciate all the love and support continue to like subscribe wherever you can and please leave leave some reviews reviews, yeah yeah. those reviews help out a lot even if uh, I mean you just Leave a few stars. Say, it's good. Leave you know three out of five. It's good. Liked it. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> One out of the five. They didn't talk about Breaking Bad this time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they're rumored to cameo in the final season of Better Call Saul. Not rumored. They're confirmed. Is it confirmed? Yeah. That just didn't just lie, but I'm almost certain that I saw that. That gives me an confirmed. excuse to freaking finish Better Call Saul. I'll give you as soon as you get to season well, actually season five. Whatever the last season was. I think it was season five. It just came out on Netflix. Perfect. I'll have to and then we're add buying, that to the list. We're literally just buying season six as it comes out because we can't wait. So Fair. definitely have to just watch the first episode of that starts out good good i've watched the first season it was really good but yeah thanks thanks for stopping in and listening to the blue fugits yeah hope you and hope you enjoyed the hope you're not too blue yeah hope you're not too blue after um, this one make sure that your crush is not your cousin especially before you get married and start having seven kids yes